podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.
and I bring order to her chaos. More truthfully, boring to her exciting. But that's just the way that I'm wired. I like structure and I like routine and anything away from that, if I'm honest with you this morning, is that okay? That it, it scares me. Change doesn't sit comfortably with me and so many others. So with Lowell's help over the years, I've discovered that I have to fight against the gloom. And you say, what's the gloom? You know what I mean. The being stuck in your ways. I have to fight against that. I do this because there's order and structure and it feels comfortable and familiar. That's what goes off in my head and maybe you're the same. But what I've discovered is that doesn't always mean that it's right. And it doesn't always mean that there isn't something better or more fitting for the time. Is this resonating with anyone? Because I'm about to, to preach now. The disciples, their waiting was over, but big change had arrived. The 11 disciples, well, they became 12 again. As a new member, Matthias was added. Oh, and we could say, well, that's always easy, isn't it, hey? Adding someone to a group or adding someone into a leadership. Oh, it's so simple. Of course it is. Then the disciples, they went from 12 disciples to, to the 12 apostles. Their title changed. You can see that in Acts chapter 1, uh, verse 21 through 26, what the credentials of an apostle are. But simply, they went from followers of Jesus to pioneering advocates for Jesus. Oh, they were still doing the former. They were still following Jesus. But change had come and church, it was for the better. It was for the better and for the times. The apostles no longer had the physical Jesus with them day to day. They had the Holy Spirit instead. Huge change that I, for one, would have kicked off about. Yet, it was absolutely, completely and utterly necessary for humanity's salvation and for go, uh, growing God's kingdom. And you could say, perhaps like I would, yeah, okay, but that doesn't mean I have to like it. Now, one of the people that we've seen already this morning, Peter, and did you hear his message? You know, if you, if you get a chance, read the whole of it. Chapter 2 of Acts, verse 14 through 40. This man went from follower to leader, from fisherman to preacher. He hated change. And you say, well, how do you know, Matt? Well, I'll tell you. Matthew chapter 16, verse 21 through 23. Just turn with me if you've got your Bibles. Again, it'll be on the screen. So Matthew 16, verse 21 through 23. Listen to this. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. And we've, we've seen that. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said. 
This shall never happen to you. In Peter saying, no, what, we, what we've got now is good. Let's keep what we've got. We don't want change. We want it to stay. Jesus turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You're a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. Even after Jesus had been raised from the dead, as these verses talk about that's going to happen, even after he'd been raised from the dead and appeared to his disciples, Peter's default was to go back to what he knew. Turn with me, if you will, to John 21. And verse 2 and 3. And just have a listen to this. John 21, verse 2 and 3. Simon Peter, Thomas, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and the two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them. And they said, well, we'll go with you. So they went out, got into a boat, but that night they caught nothing. You know, in these moments, it's easy to read over that and not think about it. But just cast your minds into that position. Jesus has just appeared to his disciples. The whole world has changed. And the first thing that Peter wants to do is go back to what he knows. Go back to what he's comfortable with. Hang on, this is all a bit too much for me. I want to go back. You know, Jesus knew Peter. He knew that he was going to struggle with change. And even the very way that Jesus interacted in the very first conversation, Jesus put change into Peter's life. And you'll remember John, 20, uh, John uh, chapter 1, verse 40 through 42. You'll remember that Peter actually used to be called Simon. And the very first thing that Jesus did, Jesus said this, to Peter, verse 40 through 42, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who had heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother, Simon, and tell him, we have found the Messiah, that is the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, you are Simon, son of John. You'll be called Cephas, which when translated is Peter. He's like, you don't like change. Change is about to come. You're no longer going to be called Simon, but you're going to be called Peter. Isn't that incredible? And again, you can miss these things if you don't look for them. But you see, change was happening. And we need change. We all need change. The question is, are you ready? You know, we can resist. We can fight. We can go back as Peter did to his default position, but change will come. We have to believe God when he says, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. We have to believe God when he says that he is with us. We have to believe the psalmist as he writes that God knit us together in our mother's womb. He knows us, he loves us, he cares about us, and change isn't always bad. 
In fact, Paul says this in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. So the question remains this morning, and we'll dig deeper into this over the coming weeks, God willing. The question remains this morning for you. Are you ready? Are we ready? Let's pray. Lord, this morning we just want to thank you for your goodness and your grace. Father, we thank you that you indeed brought about change in a way that bore opportunity for humanity to receive life through your son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, the disciples, they wanted everything to stay the same, uh, say as it was. But of course, Lord, things needed to change. And Father, we've heard and seen this morning that change did come and that lives were changed. And Father, we thank you that as we've seen in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, that Father, if we put our faith and our trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, that we can become a new creation. The old will go, Lord, and the new will come. And we thank you, Lord, that we've been able to do that. And I pray, Lord, for those that don't yet know you as Lord and Saviour, that they might see that change isn't all bad. And that, Father, they might accept you as their Lord and Saviour. Lord, we thank you for your goodness and your grace. And we pray, Father, that you'll just continue to strengthen us, to keep us safe, to uphold us, Lord. Father, bless us in these uncertain times, we pray, as we think that the only certain, the only thing that we can root and anchor to is the hope that we have, that is steadfast and sure, that, Father God, that you love us, and that as we put our faith and our trust in you, that one day we will see our Saviour face to face. Father, that is what we cling to. Bless us now, we pray. We ask these prayers in Jesus' precious name. Amen. So church, thank you so much for joining with us. Um, continue to, to tune in to see what's happening. Um, we're loving the fact that we're keeping the interaction going. And let's continue to pray for all those that are doing what needs to be done on the front line. And again, keep uh, each other in our prayers. Thank you again. God bless. This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.